0: Wee, 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 the HR Bombs episode of the Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Game Podcast Network is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is back with their Circus Survivor and Circus Millions Contest. $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details at CircusSports.com. And with that, let's bomb away. Yes, welcome to the Bottom Line Bombs. I am your host, CJ Sullivan, the man, in the, the man in the box. Wow, look at that. Real radio excitement happening. Voice, energy, coffee, the whole thing. I switched to iced Americano. Um... <clears throat> Which I learned is just espresso. It's different than regular iced coffee, just espresso. I was also told by an insider, a Starbucks insider, I won't he'll rename nameless because I want him to I want to uh hurt his standing at the company. But he broke down a hack on how to order an Americano, like cheaper, something like, you know. Everyone's got Starbucks hacks. Yeah, you put you get three shots of espresso in a cup then fill it up with water on a hose in the back then you put ice, the same thing. Great. Okay, I'll do that. And then what do I do with the uh, 14 cents that I saved? What do I do with that? Roll that into a Mega Millions ticket? Anyway, we are here on uh, July 10th. Oh, my God, July 10th. Monday noon, as we do it live, uh, noon Pacific from Los Angeles. Mondays and Wednesdays. That's the summer schedule, at least. We'll be up. will be come football season. We might be uh, adding shows, changing. We'll see what happens there. But as for now, we're live on Monday, and Wednesday. Welcome, thank you um, for everyone who is joining us on YouTube. I should—is this right? Is this the part where I talk about Twitter? I'm like, oh, I should, I should really update the thing on, and uh, post about the comments. That's what I'm going to do right now. Um, (laughs) I don't know if I know that, um, on today's show, it's, I say it's a low, it's a low, it's the, uh, you know, it's, it's the, oh God, I'm just hearing myself. I'm so bad. I'm so bad at this on today's show. I'll recap what happened, of course, in the weekend just right now on the week sports. Not much to go into. This is the dead zone, the black hole sun zone. Uh, but I'll, but we will preview tonight's uh, home run derby. That's actually kind of fun. It used to not be fun, but now it is fun. Sort of. It's fun to bet on. They opened up the betting thing there. This, this is the uh, only time in the calendar year where there are no professional sports is today. The other day of the year is the day after the All Star Game. It's the day before and the day after the All Star Game. No, perfect. I mean, there's WNBA now, but it used to be you know of the four major men's sports. <laughs> now we got a problem. Now we got a problem. <clears throat> Not real sport. I didn't. I didn't say real. If I said real sports, then we got a problem. Men's sports. I should say that. Um. Yeah, the day before and the day after the All-Star, Major League Baseball All-Star game is the only day of the calendar year where you can't bet on an actual sport. That's why they have the ESPYs the day afterwards, the the, the glamorous ESPYs. I hate the ESPYs. But sports prom is just absurd. Trying to, uh, all right, let me. um, God damn, why can't I do this right? Um, Okay, here we go. I'm going to quote tweet the thing. I don't want anyone to get into the sports SPs yet. What am I doing? i sorry. I'm sorry I'm starting off like this. I I need someone to do this for me every fucking time. Because I told you, every I, I, t- and I explain it every time. I don't even explain it right. So... Yes, GPN Twitter feeds, you know, they tweet out my show. Okay, come watch it. And they do. and People do, and I thank you for doing it. But on Twitter, you can only watch it without doing the comments. So YouTube is where you uh, can do the comments. So I have to go copy and link. This is a very exciting radio. This is where I copy the fucking uh, the YouTube link. Quote, tweet, the. Uh, the Twitter video and try to try to direct people towards the YouTube because that way you can get in and be part of it. Now I have to do this on threads too. Is that a thing? I signed up for threads this weekend. If you want to follow me there. Matter of fact, let me get some banners going. That is uh how do we do this? Um yes. That's just a thing on Instagram. So my Instagram name, at CJ Sullivan, was taken. Bunch of underscores in there. CJ Sullivan was taken. That's my Threads name, too. Uh, Threads is just uh, Twitter. But it's Zuckerberg. It's Instagrams, which is ridiculous. So everyone wants to go over there. We We just decided that Zuckerberg's a good billionaire. Is that it? And Elon's a bad billionaire? It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, but we hate Elon. We like Zuckerberg. Okay. Okay. Sure. If you say so. And then you go over there and it's the same bullshit. Great. Another goddamn social media thing to waste my life in. Anyway, that being said, let's get into the show. JC from KC says bombs away. Yes, sir. I'll give you a bomb. Um, we will have some home run derby bombs coming up and some great other stories. He had the Northwestern story. I have to get into Bob Huggins. Oh, he's hilarious, too. Um... Let's see. We have uh, the weekend of sports. Like I said, this is the dead zone. You have the Wimbledon. I have a Madison Keys future to get out of the quarter plus 600. She's got one more, one more win to go. Come on, Madison. Uh, like I said about Wimbledon, I, I think I'll get into the, <laughs> I like the Wimbledon. The hours are a bit weird, obviously, cause it's in England. The white, the, the, all whites a bit odd. You can't tell who's who almost, but it's the fucking screaming. Like I said last time, not just the play. I get the players scream. <laughs> Everything's just tennis in general just a lot of grunting and scream. The line judges. <laughs> it's dead silence. Like all right, quiet, please. First service, let. Second service. Oh Jesus Can you just say out Can you, can you just say out Out, It's out Alright Another fun story is they find, Finally after like 300,000 years into, Of the royalty of Wimbledon They allowed women to wear Off colored underwear So their periods won't show That's a true story <laughs> they hated they hated the all-white because of they were scared because if they were on a period it would show, which is a pretty legitimate argument on the women's side, I must say. Horrifying. <laughs> that must be horrifying. To be on national TV playing Wimbledon on your period in general, and then in a completely see-through white tennis outfit. But you couldn't but you couldn't disgrace the the traditions of Wimbledon in the pure white lily snow purity. They finally changed that. Um... <laughs> I know. We're go- we'll are we get into that, Sad uh, Morris. The-, the Seattle All... The game is in Seattle. The O run on the Pikes Place Fish Toss tonight and tomorrow. My God, are they going to show the fuck out of Seattle? Um, I'll-, I'll toss that up there in a second. Um... Yeah, so let's see here. Well, let me let me get let me take, take a quick ad, Quick ad, read and I'll get into the show. Um I'll recap what happened there with uh, Shank and Wimbiana, Northwestern, Huggins, home run derby, all star game, man in the box at the end. We got a lot of things, but first, let me tell you about Circus Sports. The Circus millions in Circus Survivor are back. Fourteen million guaranteed and prizes up for grabs. What a great overhead. Y'all know how to do this. Enter the contest where you can. Circusports.com for all the details. The Circa Millions, five picks against the spread each week. It's a season-long thing. Survivor season-long thing. You pick one game, money line. That's it. All you got to do. Pick one team to win, and you can't do it again. It's, it's, a, it's the most fun contest you can do as long as you stay in it. I, however, last year, I'm going to do it again this year. I want to run it back. I was out week one. <laughs> That's the best. It was a thousand dollars. I have a chance to win ten million dollars out week one. I got a ball cap. All right, fair enough. Uh, but anyway, it's a fun game because you don't have to worry about one game. And there's a little strategy. There's a lot of strategy involved and all that stuff. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Um, yes. Uh, so, but thank you, Tom Morrison, everyone for joining in. I'll get into that there. Uh, like I said, not too much going on besides the weekend. We uh, our bombs, our golf bombs. We missed the winner. We had Adam Shank, who came in fourth, two stroke. He was he was one stroke behind going into Sunday. He didn't have a great Sunday, but he did finish fourth. We hit him for the top ten, plus four hundred. through that. Uh, we missed the other stuff, but that chopped up. Uh, Step go. Jesus Christ, he almost shot a fifty nine. Yes, good for him. But we'll take it. We'll take a shank top 10. That's a plus 400. We'll win that. Uh, Wembiana. Last night had a good game. His first game he was terrible. I love that. The, I, I I love judging someone on a summer league thing. First game. He's Sean Bradley. What a bust. Biggest bust in the world. Then last night he's good. All right. Here he is. The greatest phenom of all time. Because of two summer league scrimmage. I have to talk about actually my bad beat. I don't bring up bad beats a lot on this show. Because everyone has bad beats. And they are, they are some are, I mean, some can be funny. Some are ridiculous. I have a future on port. I put a future on Portland to win the summer league at like 10 to one or something. Uh, small, whatever. Some, some kind of rooting interest. Then I'm like, yeah, maybe some people's like, there's a good market in the summer league. So I don't mind Bad. I don't mind sports like that where there's a market like, like preseason football. I like that stuff because you know, I think they're easier numbers to get than regular season. The regular seasons are they're tough. So, like, yeah, let me try some summer league. I made my first and last summer league bet of an individual game that night. Not the a game, but before that, the Scoot game, Portland versus Houston. It was a pick em. I had Portland. This isn't even a fucking Rucker League game. This, The Rucker League game, they wouldn't even tolerate this shit. They would beat the hell out of them for doing what they did. Portland's up two, about to run the clock out with five seconds to go. Houston's not even going to foul. I'm like, whatever. Let's just get out of here and go fucking go have sex with the whores in Vegas. You know, we're we're young, we're young millionaires in Vegas in the summer. Let's go enjoy that. But Portland instead decides, ah, let's do a little fucking for no reason. He throws up an alley oop. They miss it turnover, timeout, Houston has the ball with 0.6 seconds to go. Not even they came in advance it. With 0.6 seconds to go, they throw up a lob, the defender fronts him for some reason, guy hits a buzzer beater. They lose by one. I was like, "Oh, okay, great." I forgot. This is ridiculous. These people do not care. So, I I, sh- I feel fortunate actually. It was a, it was a good lesson. Okay, great. I'm done betting. <laughs> I've done betting Summer League, except for the future I have on that. So, although, how about that Wembiana Britney story while we're at it? I might as well talk about that real quickly. Britney Spears, if you didn't see the story, in Vegas, Britney Spears saw Wembiana. How do you not see Wembiana? He's seven foot five and just comes running up behind him. And like, slap goes to slap his tap his shoulder. He jump up and tap his shoulder. Security guy smacks her fucking hand out of the way, and Britney hits herself in the face. It became a story. Britney's like, "I want to sue," and and footage came out of it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I can't. I don't want to judge. Uh, Br- I don't want to judge Britney. I, I, who knows if they were going to sue? If that's just a story that came out, you would think she would know better as a extremely wealthy celebrity herself. A crazy one at that. But that video, that, that's such fucking girl at a bar energy. I'm just going to run up and hit a guy. I'm going to take your hat. I'm going to fucking drink it. It was, a, it was like a drunk girl at a bar. I'm just going to take your hat and throw it because I can do whatever I want. You don't go fucking run. How does Britney Spears not know that they go running up on someone and hitting them? You're a celebrity. You have crazy people, but she's crazy. Don't get me started on that. That whole free Britney thing. You're like she was Nelson Mandela. <laughs> I mean, I I get it. Whatever. You know what? Also, let her have her money. I'm not saying that. I don't know if the whole dad thing, whatever, or whatever bullshit. But I can see where she could be. I can see where a judge might have... Gotten evidence that we haven't gotten. She, maybe she shouldn't be in front of her kids all the time. Maybe someone should step in with that. But if you want to be crazy and blow all our money, no one stepped in for uh, Nicolas Cage and Michael Jackson buying gold fucking lions on a shopping spree. Like, you know, whatever. Kanye wants to build a school and then <laughs> whatever. Spend your crazy money. I think you should only be crazy if you have money. But anyway, let's get into the uh let's get into the real stuff. <laughs> Before we get into Yes, Brittany is on the Wembiana Shrek list. That's hilarious. Um let's get into that Northwestern story. Northwest, if you didn't see. Northwestern's in the middle of the hazing scandal. There's a it was a hazing thing last year where a player said there was a bunch of hazing going on in Northwestern. So, uh, Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois, in suburb of Chicago, the Ivy League of the Midwest. I hate it. I don't like Northwestern. I lived in Chicago many years. Love Chicago. Great, probably the greatest city in the world, at least in the summer it is. Um, Northwestern, I don't hate Northwest. It's gorgeous up there in Evanston, but Northwestern's hilarious because they're very, it's a great school but they're also in the big 10. So they want it both. They always want it both ways. Northwestern. They want their athletics to be part of the big 10. They want it to matter, but yet they also want to look down upon you with their academics and you can't have it both ways. I always love like when they, their football teams like hosts, Ohio State, or someone comes to town, and then there's this like 30,000 real Big Ten fans come in and they're throwing up on their shrubs and pissing all over their (laughs) their fucking Ivy campus. And again, this is you want Big Ten? This is Big Ten, okay? Big Ten are morons funneling beers and (laughs) and throwing up on your statues, okay? That's what Big Ten is. So they have this program, Pat Fitzgerald. Who's built for Northwest, southside Chicago, went out there, there, blah, blah, blah. Um. So they had to say thing. thing. So Northwestern, which is a real football, you know, a real division one scandal. So Northwestern, um, they did what uh, football and a- and athletic schools do. They're like, oh, we'll just we'll handle this. We'll do our own third-party investigation. We'll hire it. We'll look into it. No big deal. So they did. They hired hired a law firm to look into it. Wh- who they paid, got the results, and said, "All right, looks like some uh, shenanigans might have happened. So we'll suspend Fitzgerald for two weeks uh, before the season even starts." Well, it's Real harsh, real harsh penalty because he had no idea what was going on. Uh, the problem is. You're doing this at a school known for journalism. It's a smart school, but journalism is what they do. That and, Them and Syracuse are the two biggest journalist schools in the country. So their student newspaper isn't just a fucking gumshoe. <laughs> hey, well, t- Timmy for the Gazette, for the Gazette. What's, what do you think the record's going to be this year, coach? No, these are fucking journalists that are <laughs> that are going to crack this case pretty easy, especially when the victims are their fellow students. So they came out with it, the Daily Northwestern doing the only journalism in this school. They came out with an article which detailed exactly what happened in the hazing. And uh, if you did if you haven't seen it, it's uh, well, if you haven't read it, the Shrek thing is <laughs> there's a. Sh- <laughs> Let me look up Pat. Let me look up this. I mean, it's, it's pretty weird. It's, it's, it's all uh, the hazing thing. It's so weird. The, the hazing and, in, uh, in football in high school and college. It's just overtly sexual. It's always just fucking very homoerotic. Really? It's just them grinding on each other. An anonymous former player told the daily Northwestern. It's the sexualized hazing activities took place in the team locker room. One common practice was called running. Involving a younger player being restrained while eight to ten older players engaged in a sexual... Dry hump them, basically. Engaged in a sexual act in the locker room. Versions of running took place during certain portions of the year, including Thanksgiving, which they called Runsgiving and Runsmus. <laughs> he said, It's a shocking experience as a freshman to see a fellow freshman get ran, but then you see everybody standing by in the locker room, blah, blah, blah. It's just a really abrasive, barbaric culture permeated through the program for years now. And then they called it... And so then. They said that Fitzgerald didn't know. Then they sent screen grabs. There's a whiteboard in the middle of the locker room for four years. that had a Shrek list, they called it. And they would do a Shrek. <laughs> they would do a Shrek clap over somebody's head if they needed to be ran. And Fitzgerald apparently would do the clap as well during games whatever. So they're like, oh, okay. He wants to do it. And Captain Insano joining the list. Uh, and he's right. Now we now Sh- now Shrek is back to the mainstream. Thanks, Northwestern. Now I have to look it up. I never really saw Shrek. I'm sure it's great. Uh <laughs> but <laughs> how dumb is Northwest? And, and the president of Northwestern goes, Well, upon further reflection, uh maybe two weeks wasn't enough. Yeah? You that is is that what you think? Is it reflection? Or was it an actual article came out that showed what we all know? We all know what you didn't know. Things were revealed, you mean. I want a dick rubbed on me tonight. That's what happens in the shower. And, of course, he did know. I mean, that's the thing to say, you know, and. uh Captain Sano says they must really like Disney movies. That's the thing. I I will say this though. Is he says how did he not know? Uh, he knew. Obviously he knew. He put it on the whiteboard. He told people how to do it. But um god damn it. Tonight's edition of that was a disgusting act. <laughs> It was also a weird shower situation. Read the whole article. I don't even want to get into the details. A boy, hey, it's just boys being boys, a little horse playing the shower, you know, sexually assaulting each other. Um, this is if you had a bad practice or something as a freshman. But yeah, he definitely know. But I will defend him in one, one ounce of saying how could he, It's when people say it's your job to know. All right. That, that's true. But remember, when you're eighteen and nineteen, how hiding shit from adults—what you would do to do that—and you thought, although you thought you'd do it, they would always know. But he knew, of course, he knew. How do you not? You're, that's a good point. How do you not know if one of, if half of your freshman class is getting fucking raped in the locker room? For God's sake, I shouldn't say raped. It's not that, but yeah, you know I mean, let me. Uh, I finally have a chance. <laughs> I go to the boys' soundboards, and it's all about gay jokes. And I finally have a chance to use it where <laughs> is that a disgusting act um long Cox that is a disgusting act and it's not like they're good either what? All this like I get it. He's the only coach you've ever had, and he is Chicago, but fuck, they were 1-11 last year for God's sakes. I mean, what? For Lord's shit. You're going to have people back into the shower here at Northwestern. That is a disgusting act. Cereal joins the uh, comments, whatever happened to the good old days when they just gave the fryer haircuts like Tebow? Yeah, tape them to the goalpost. Put shaving cream all over the balls. It is so fucking homoerotic, the hazing that goes on, especially in football. It's summer, they're all juiced up. They just fucking, they just want to hump things. I don't know. But I just love, I just love the how, uh, how they thought they were going to get away with pulling something in <laughs> the school newspaper at Northwestern. Yeah. Wrong place. Wrong time. The Shrek list. I can actually I get into this more. Let me get into this more story. Hold on. Um, I mean the Shrek clap. Why do I have to, why do we have to talk about Shrek so much? They say it's done under the smoke and mirror of team bonding, runs giving and runs miss. <laughs> the members allegedly identified players were running by clapping their hands above their heads around the player known as the Shrek clap. A player clapping his hands during a game, which the anonymous player said motion taken soon. Then Fitzgerald made the signal during practice when players, especially freshmen made a mistake. That's when everyone looked look at and show them, be Like, bro, Fritz knows about this. Fitz knows about the, Of course he does. Football football coaches in general, they're such fucking meatheads. They never grow up. They never get out of the dry hump. The Jalen Green video, yeah, now Serial talks about that. That's that's different. to basketball when when you combine it with the basketball culture, the gay basketball. You don't that's why they're on the down low over there. They uh, they do they do not play that shit. They they humiliate <laughs> you for that. Uh guy's drive. Then there was the other one too, with the uh Wake Forest baseball players. Remember that? And after they won the game, the one guy was like he he mimed skull fucking his teammate. I think the natural conclusion is all college male athletes are gay. Or wanna be. Now they, it's just them thing gay is so funny. I don't know. Inhumiliate. It's uh, not a good culture. People, I mean, I, I should take, <laughs> I should talk a little serious about uh, what happened. Because the players say not only is it obviously sexual abuse and engagement, but like people are threatening suicide and just terrible, terrible, terrible stuff. Um, but Fitzgerald has to get fired, right? I mean, there's just no way around it. You have to fire Pat Fitzgerald. You can't, you can't, for four years, you can't have it on the whiteboard like it's part of the playbook. Okay, we play Michigan this week, so obviously we're going to run a uh, 4-4 stack because they run the ball very tightly. Also, uh, Jenkins dropped the pass this week in practice, so we're going to run him and uh, bend him over the bench, and everyone's going to take a turn on Shrek fucking him, all right? Okay, bring it in. Wildcats on three. One, two, three, Wildcats. He's got to go. <laughs> oh, man. These coaches are amazing. And they just think, like, I don't know, like, after two weeks, he's out. that two weeks, I'm going to do a lot of reflecting in that two weeks. He's probably had he's probably a fishing trip planned. So I don't know if he's going to come back. Or maybe I can fire him and he'll come back like Bob Huggins. How about Bob Huggins? He is amazing. He must have just woke up from his hangover. And like, what? I resigned? Nah, they can't take that seriously. Fuck you. I didn't resign. Bob Huggins, if you uh, haven't heard. Of course, a couple weeks ago he did he did those uh, hilarious homophobic Catholic jokes. Catholics don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're above the fracas, aren't we? No problem. Yeah, you, absolutely. I mean, you you. I tell you what, any any school that can throw rubber penises on the floor and then say they didn't do it. Oh my God, they can get away with anything. <laughs> uh, rubber piece. I think that was at the Crosstown shootout, I think it? it? was transgender. I like man. giving what hugs to the that? soundtrack. It was, a, it was a Crosstown shootout. Yeah, no, what it was was all those fags, those, those Catholic fags, I think. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I How is he not? don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> How is he not fired immediately for that? It's amazing. That's when I did some West Virginia to reflection. Yeah, we don't care about that. Then he gets that DUI, hilarious DUI, where he didn't even know he was in Pittsburgh. A car. He couldn't even pull the car over to the side of the road. Garbage cans full. So they say he resigned, which he probably did, from jail or whatever. And then he woke up. Whoa, what did I do last night? I Yeah, I know. I said I'd quit drinking, but uh, and I just quit, but no. I'm Bob Huggins. I run this fucking state of West Virginia. And he 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 does have a point. I coach basketball at West Virginia. People don't care if you have a, a backseat full of empty beer cans while you're driving across country trying to drive through Pittsburgh. That's the only way to get through Pittsburgh. You drive drunk and you drive fast and you get to West Virginia. So now he says he's going to try to... Now he says if they don't... <laughs> If they don't let him back, he's gonna sue. It cheers the beers, brings up and that I was online. That's right. Exactly right. It was like that episode when George quit quit his job and goes back the next day and act like nothing happened. Yeah, no, no, You resigned, Bob. Did I? Yeah, you did. Here's the letter. It says you. I don't think that's me. I was drunk. That talked to the drunk me. Sober, he says no. That's a true story, by the way, the, that George Costanza, Larry David story. He did that, I guess, with Saturday Night Live, and it worked. <laughs> he was a writer for Saturday Night Live, and he freaked out and quit because his sketch didn't get on the air, and then he just came back on Monday because his neighbor, the actual real-life Kramer, was like, go back on Monday. No one takes you seriously. And all the writers did, but the producers like, yeah, they didn't know. So he got paid for the rest of the year. Kind of a, kind of a brilliant thing. So I like it Huggins. Here's the thing. All right. And then I got to take a break and then we'll get into the home run derby bombs and the all-star game and then a the man in a box. But my advice to Bob Huggins is to, to, to get out. Come on. Do not come back and coach. The times are obviously passing you by. You're way too old. Well, I love you. I love Huggins. And I get all the, and the people that, the, the cult that supports Huggins even our own Moneyline Mac, and I love Moneyline Mac. He used to work under him, under a film crew or whatever. Uh, but obviously, it's time to go. Before you pull a Bobby Knight and just choke a kid, which is going to happen next, it's time to go. Remember, He didn't just choke a player. He choked a kid. Like not just a player. Not just Reed. A, remember he took the kid? Someone was like, hey, Knight. And he fucking just choke moted him. I mean, that's going I mean it's gonna get worse for you, Huggins. Stop. Get out. Go scream at kids at a fucking like PY, you know, CYA game or some shit. Go to your grandkids' games and, and belliger refs for free. It's fun. Mm-mm. Right? Man in the box does have all the facts. That's exactly right. I'm a bartender. I'm a bartender of idiocy. I know all those stupid stories. Um, anyway, let me oh, Jesus Christ, I'm getting real long. So let me tell you real quickly about underdog fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The best ball mania for is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. What? What are they? Funded by the fucking Saudi Arabia? Anyway. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. So many ways to win over there. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. We're back on the Bottom Line Bombs. Also, thank you for watching on, on YouTube. Smash that subscribe button and like this video. That's all part of it. That's gonna do it for the ad reads. Underdog fantasy bringing the money. I see how Circa has fourteen million dollars to throw on the contest. I guess Underdog too. I mean, mm. huh? I guess it pays to gamble if you're the ones taking the bets. Go figure. Anyway, uh, let's 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 talk about the MLB All Star Game Man Home Run Derby tonight. Like I said, tonight is the Home Run Derby. And it used to be terrible. It used to be one of the worst things in the world. Right? It used to be so boring. It was just nonstop pausing home runs. Chris Berman announcing it going back, 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 for every home run. There'd be like a thousand. Like, Berman, there's going to be a thousand home runs. Enough with the back, 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 I want my baby back, 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 back. They finally tweaked it and tweaked it. I used to love that old Home Run If you're watching on YouTube, you can see my thumbnail that I create. I create a fun thumbnail on Canva every for every show. The old Home Run Derby T- TV show. Remember that? It was only it was one year, but it, we've seen it. Yeah, that. <laughs> it was like, it was one-on-one. It was Harmon Killebrue versus Mickey Mantle. They would smoke cigarettes and have a suit, and they just fucking, it was amazing. Anyway. So from that TV show, I think is where it came in. I think it started maybe in 85. Home Run Derby is such a fun ex baseball exhibition because baseball, they don't know what to do as far as a skills competition, you know, for All-Star Weekend. They used to have the best All-Star game. They still do have the best All-Star game of the four sports because it's most like the actual sport. But you have to make a weekend out of it. So basketball, they have the best skills competition because you can do a dunk contest, obviously, and a three-point contest. Those are fun things. Baseball, they didn't really have much. It's a Home Run Derby. I remember... <sighs> I remember in the 80s, as entertainment, in between a doubleheader for the Phillies, they had a home run derby between Greg Lazinski and Dick Allen at the vet. In between games, as entertainment. <laughs> they was talking about smoking cigarettes while you hit there. Um, anyway, so the one-on-ones are fun. So that's what they, they finally do it. this. They finally done it now, where there's brackets going on. There's, so there's eight people in a home run The and then there's, there's bracket formation. It's still a bit weird because you get three minutes, and there's distance involved. You know, it's funny. And then, and then every year it seems like one guy will hit like 40 home runs in a round, and he obviously wins the Josh Hamilton effect. And then, they, then he's exhausted by the time he gets to the last round, and he loses. So he's not the champion, even though everyone knows he's the champion. But that's the way it is. So it's up in Seattle, and like you said, there's going to be a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of shots of the fish market, being shown. But let's get, but there is stuff to bet on. Let's take a look at all the brackets. Now, um, the eight guys we got, Pete Alonzo is the favorite at three, plus 310, I think he is. He's won it twice. He was in the finals three years. He lost last year to uh, Soto, who's not in it this year. So he's the favorite. As well as he should be. We're not going to go with him. And you got Julio Rodriguez, who's the local boy. Hot young rookie. He had like 35 one round. And you got Vlad Jr. who's not having a great year. Luis Robert, who I love. Just in general. If you for the Chicago White Sox, Robert's hilarious. He's a huge Cuban dude. He's got 50 pounds of jewelry on, of necklaces on. His shirt just wide open. He's like a fucking, like he's on an island, like on the cover of a romance novel, like a modern day, like fucking Fabio. A black Fabio, Blabio, Blackio? You can't say that. Anyway, um, <laughs> I love Luis Robert. Matter of fact, let me get out my uh, prop sheets. I, I I'm not going to take him to win. He definitely should win that first. He is the he's number one seed, I believe. Yes, he is. And he's going against Adley Rutschman, Rutschman from the Baltimore Orioles. Who's not having a great. year. He's new. He's his first year, but his his odds are way 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 too high. Robert's like minus two fifty to beat him, and Rutschman's plus two hundred. If I was to bet, I would take Rutschman there just to. Just because of the numbers. But I think Robert wins that. But I am going to play Robert to hit the longest home run. Let me see where that's at. Because he does hit fucking bombs. The over-under for the longest home run is 499 feet. I'm not going to do that. You can take most home runs in the first round. If their first swing will be a uh, home run or an out. You can do a lot of it. Here it is. Player to hit the longest home run, Roberts, plus 350. So we're going to give that first one out. Bomb. And the Cubans. I like Cubans in these competitions and all stars. Cuban, Cubans and this island, this is the Central Americans in general, Latin American football players in general. I like them for all star games because it's about flash, it's about having fun, and they have fun. American baseball players don't have fun. Although, that's how you win. That's why Pete Alonso wins. Because he just stays the course. He's not going to hit 50 in a round, but he's going to hit 25, 22, and save his energy and call his timeouts and drink his Gatorades. Um, <laughs> but that being said, let's go over a couple of first-round matchups. So we're going to start out with Robert. Longest home run, 350. I like that a lot. Couple first-round matchups. We're going to go... This one I like. Dallas Garcia, another Cuban. I like him a lot. For Texas. He's sneaky good. He's played this field. He's known he's, he's familiar with his ballpark too. His first round matchup. Who's he playing? Going against, I think he's going against uh hmm. No. Oh, he's going against the other he's going against uh Randy Anozarina. The other Cuban from Tampa. See another Cuban. That's tough. I like him Randy too. But he's I'm gonna take Garcia. He's minus 140. That's my favorite first round matchup play. A lot of these odds are pretty big. You get Vladimir versus Mookie. A lot, of, a lot of late steam coming in on Mookie. I don't see Mookie. I do not I s I don't I don't know. I don't know why Mookie's in this. I don't know why he wants to do this. I just want to get relevant, I guess. Um but, but Dallas Garcia is gonna be our guy. See a lot of people like to spread it out. Just take one guy. It's the fucking home run contest and it does get overbearing. I like the the pictures they use too. There's always a story. Was it Josh Hamilton brought that old guy and then he got tired and he got he yelled at an old man. Come on, old man. Fire. Fire these 70. Go. <laughs> Century 21 balls at me. Everything is corporate sponsored in this fucking thing. Um then you have all the kids out there in the outfield that's a weird thing, too. A thousand kids running around in a mass thing. just weird mass thing of fucking swarming of kids blocking into them. Don't give them any gloves. I want to see I want to see kids get hit in the face with these balls. That'd be more fun. They will bounce back. to kids. You know. Back shots and fist shots. Convo's on the same show. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, we we, we we mix it up here in the bottom line, Bob. Moore says Shrek list better than the MLB all-star celebrity softball game. I know that thing's horrible. I never get that celebrity softball game today. Bring in the fences and the whole fucking thing. Ce- celebrities have a... <coughs> so misconstrued, pardon me. They really misjudge how much we give a shit of watching them do other things other than what they do. Maybe if I was there... Would I want the guy from Modern Family hitting a softball? But but who gives a fuck if I'm watching a TV? Is there more anything more unwatchable than a celebrity softball game or basketball game? Any of it? Unless I said, like I said, the only time they should have celebrity softball games or celebrity football, any of these celebrity basketball games is back the way MTV used to do the rock and jock. Bring in the 50-point, you know, basket net and have real athletes out there dominating them. Humiliating celebrities. That that I like. I have always said one of the greatest athletic things I've ever seen was a rock and jock football game where Cordell Stewart shook the drummer from Hootie and the Blowfish on a flag football game. It was amazing. Tore his ACL. Anyway, let's get back to the bombs. So I gave out... Uh, Robert Longest home run plus 350 Garcia over Randy Arizona minus minus 1 I think it's at minus 160 now it was at minus 130 I got closing line value on the home run derby but uh he's going to be my pick to win it too Dallas Garcia he's at plus 600 now I got him at 800 but I'm not going to brag about that uh so I'll give him out at plus 650 Oh, I'm seeing plus 650 grab that if you can uh, Nope, down six one whatever 600 six to one a Garcia a it. he is my pick to ship one let's and for fun let's see if I can get a good uh you can do an exact matchup which is fun because a lot of times like I say you can also make him to reach the finals which like I said is pretty good because a lot of times, by the time they get to the finals, they're exhausted. They get the timeout. They get the Gatorade. Garcia versus Pete Alonzo. So why would I do that? Or Bear versus Pete Alonso Whatever. Anyway, it's kind of fun. Not celebrity softball games, but. And then we got the All-Star game tomorrow in Seattle. Oh, it's still in Seattle. <laughs> that line's pretty much a pick And then it's over-under is Seven. Now, five of the last six games have gone under, and I usually do go under in these baseball all-star games um, because the pitching is always better than the hitting, and the hitting is not familiar with the pitching. And uh, the under should be to play, but now that it's at seven, I don't know. And with the new rules... There's going to be a lot more stealing. There's going to be a lot more fun. And the interleague is just not the same. they got to change this format, too. No one gives a shit about the AL versus NL anymore. They're not alien. They, they used to act like they were aliens, like they've never seen each other before. They're all baseball players. We're going to go with over... I'm going to go with over seven because you got it off the hook. So over seven, all-star game to break the trend. Just, just because all the trends say under. Fuck it. New rules just go over. But... That's a game I don't... I mean, whatever. It's kind of enjoyable. Kind of not. The problem with the all-star game now is everyone plays. Before, I remember growing up, just because you had a guy on the team doesn't mean they was going to play. They used to try to win. Even before it was a stupid fucking home (laughs) home field advantage for uh, the World Series, which is insane. Todd Morris wants to know, how many grunge songs... We'll be here going to, hopefully, we'll hear some Alice in Chains, Todd Morris. The man in the, box. <laughs> the, man in the batter box. Uh, Yeah, I know. Seattle Grunge. Get ready for Seattle Grunge. Fish Market. Seattle Rain. Oh, Seattle. the Root City. And then... Um, I love when they talk about the the money it brings in. Because there's a lot of talk. There is a lot of talk up there in Seattle. There's a lot of uh, conservative. And and in any city. They're like, oh, there's a drug problem. There was a story I saw where they just moved the homeless people away. Because there's people. There's a downtown area where you walk to the stadium and take the ferry over or whatever. So they just moved them. Which, of course, what they do. I mean, God forbid people see what's happening in America. That's every single city. Then they're like, oh, well, but it's such a boom. They they, they lie. They say to, there's a report like, oh, it's going to make the city $100 million. And there was some professor in that interview goes, no way. That's absolutely not true. Maybe it'll add like 4 or $5 million. And all that money just goes to hotels. The All-Star Game is not this huge tourist fucking attraction. Visit Seattle, which is the tourist site. It estimates the city could break break its hotel revenue and occupancy record for a single weekend, but not for All-Star weekend. The bigger weekend in Seattle, they say, is two weeks from now when the Mariners have a regular homestand and six cruise ships are in town. The number of people just seeing Taylor Swift at Lumen Field, which will far exceed the number who go to the home run derby in the All-Star game. Yeah. who You think... What do you think is gonna make more money? Taylor Swift at the stadium? Or Pete Alonso hitting opposite field home runs to hundred kids. No one's flying in to see that shit. They should hit they should do th- uh <laughs> they should do the order based on how far they could toss the fish. God damn, they love they they should just combine them. The Space Needle, of course. If their games in Philly, they're going to show cheesesteaks being made. If it's in Seattle, they're going to have fish being tossed around, and they have to show the footage in that way. We don't know what city it's in. Anyway, um, so that is the <laughs> that is the bombs that I gave out for the MLB All Star. In the home run derby. That's pretty good. What are we looking at timeline? Jesus Christ. How does this show get so long on me? Because it's me, the man in the box. Because I have so much fun with you guys on the comments. JC from KC, Cereal, Captain Insano, Todd Boris, Be- Cheers for Beers. Thank you, everybody. Now let's get into the box. Speaking of Allison, Shane. And in the grunge. Um, You know, that is hilarious. Flannel. You ever seen a documentary? Uh, There's a good documentary of uh, the grunge era where they interview. And I've been to Seattle many times. And it's a beautiful city. It's great. The people there are fucking miserable. And I'm usually like miserable people, but they're just, they're oddly dicks. They just stare at you. They hate you just for being there. But whatever. But I do respect the attitude. (laughs) of <laughs> it raining and being miserable but there's a pretty funny documentary of like when grunge got big and of course the, the commercializing and marketing of it and how like flannel became a trend like they were selling like, like there's f- there's models doing the catwalks and flannel for the, the new grunge alternative grunge like no we wear flannel because it's miserable weather it's raining and we're in the woods chopping trees and throwing fish at each other not for a cool part We do heroin, and we want to kill ourselves. Don't you listen to our lyrics? That's what the grunge movement's all about. And shout out to Kurt Cobain, who went ahead and did that. Kurt Cobain, if he was alive today, would be... 53 years old. He'd also be the only uh, rock star to perform with a hole in his head if he was alive today because he put a shotgun to his face. Or according to law, did it what documentary you're looking at. Anyway, let's get back to the box. I'm I'm, ve- I'm veering off course here. What did I want to talk about in a box? Oh, a couple things. Um, speaking of canceling, I'm just looking at what was trending. I usually see what's trending on Twitter. <laughs> Jonah Hill's trending onto it. I don't even want to talk about Jonah. That was I don't understand that Jonah Hill thing. Good lord. I'll I'll say this about this is what I say about Jonah Hill. If you don't know the story, his ex put his text on uh, on blast, if you will, post on social media, and it's him trying to be controlling. Him, him, basically telling her to stop wearing bikinis, and you know sexy shit like that, which is a weird request. since she's a professional surfer. Hey, stop putting, wearing your swimsuit online. That's kind of how I make money. All right. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the women are rallying around with this piece of shit. They want to, this is how they get you. They don't say they want to control you. Yeah, I know that's the way it works. Like women don't want to control men either. Once they get in a relationship. Anyway, uh, (laughs) I might get into the whole fucking abusive thing, but I will say this. I've always disliked Jonah Hill. But I hate people who only think it's cool to say that once bad things happen about them. I don't want to jump on Jonah Hill for his dumb over therapy bullshit that he's doing. If you see the, if you see his posts, they're, they're ridiculous. He just talks like a therapist. Oh, they my boundaries. It needs to shut the fuck up. Keep that to your therapist, dude. Boundaries are for you, not for us. We don't want a ticket to your circus. He's just an absurd person. But I've been there from the get go. With that, is what I'm trying to say. I don't like when people chime in afterwards. I never liked him to begin with. Fuck you. Where were you beforehand? Not. Don't be brave now when everyone's piling in on him. So I don't want to pile up on him. I had that joke when uh, Kanye West said that he watched Superbad. So and he thanked Jonah Hill for not hating Jews anymore. <laughs> Remember he said, that? "God, yeah, God so funny." Yeah, Joe to hell. I used to hate Jews, but I watched Superbad last night, and you guys are all right. And my joke was, well, I hope Kanye doesn't watch any of his interviews because he's on, he's insufferable, and I'll go right back to hating Jews. Anyway, um, that's not what I want to talk about. But that's the thing with Pat Fitzgerald too. I'm seeing that. I'm seeing that on Twitter. I never trusted Pat Fitzgerald. Fuck. Him. All right. Listen. You never said that before it got easy to do. That was the, <laughs> I was in Pittsburgh when the whole Ben Roethlisberger, uh, that whole Roethlisberger rape thing happened. That, that, was a, that was a shame. Luckily, that's not a thing anymore. He got through that. But anyway, there was a time when those horrible stories were coming out, and then people were just piling on Roethlisberger stories, like one time he didn't tip. At a restaurant and like all these other shit. It's like, okay, now you're just saying he's an asshole because it's because you're allowed to. Just because you're allowed to talk shit doesn't mean you should. You want to have some courage, do it beforehand, is what I'm trying to say. Be ahead of the game in the shit in the hater business. One of my greatest uh, hater achievements I hated this years ago. I hated Julia Roberts way before it was popular to hate Julia Roberts. Not that anyone hates her, but she was a bit much, if you will, for the man in the box. Anyway, that's not what I want to talk about. Um, but speaking of Julie Roberts, let's get into uh, the leading ladies. I'm going to see. I'm excited tomorrow night. Not. I will not be watching the All-Star Game. I will be watching. I mean, I'll, maybe I'll catch highlights afterwards. But I have tickets to go see the new Mission Impossible, which comes out July 12th. We get it at... Uh, we get we get a day early here in L.A. July 11th. I like when they say that, too. Uh, movies opening up in L.A. and New York. Select theaters. Then we get to decide if the rest of America gets to see it. It's the most pretentious bullshit in the world. <laughs> select theaters only. We, give us a week with it. then Then we'll decide if Iowa is allowed to watch Joyride or not. But anyway, I want to see Mission Impossible. I'll have a review for a Wednesday I'm gonna like it You know why? Because I don't care anymore As I get older Just give me the action What a weird franchise Mission Impossible is The first three are good They're fine But it it didn't get great Until the fourth installment Which is weird Kind of like the Fast and the Furious It just became a completely different series It didn't get its sea legs If you will But I will say this Um A lot, of, a lot of things. Tom Cruise is doing his own stunts. There's a lot of videos leaking about that. Tom Cruise, doing, which is, I get it. He's so rich, he doesn't want to. <laughs> Shout out to Kyle Kinane, hilarious comedian friend. He, he has a bit. I mean, I think he did it on my own podcast from *Visitors Locker*. When he, locker room, he said, uh, "Yeah, Tom Cruise does his own stunts. He he flies spaceships and you know jumps motorcycles off cliffs. He does anything." to not confront that he's gay which is fun um it's it's kind of selfish you're worth a billion dollars you you're worth like you're, a thousand jobs are on the line this guy's rock climbing and jumping off buildings hey Tom I get you can do it and you don't want to uh you know face your demons but buddy come on there's jobs on the line here but anyway and my other one Sean Flannery who I do another podcast with called The Blackout Diaries. I urge everyone to subscribe to that anywhere podcasts are told, Amazon and, or whatever, iTunes and Sound, Spotify, Blackout Diaries. very fun. It's a drinking story show, and it's for me and Sean Flannery. He's got a theory of why Tom Cruise is the greatest American hero, movie hero, because in all of his movies, his job is trying to kill him. That's the plot of all of his movies. Minority Report. Mission Impossible. It's his job trying to murder him. And that's who we are in America. Our job, our jobs are trying to kill us. I love this. I love Tom Cruise. He's always been hilarious to me. <laughs> He's gonna do it for another 20 years as well as he should. Fucking do it. Remember when he was on Oprah? And he's jumping on the couch. That was a big thing. Oh, look how crazy he is. He was talking about how he didn't do prescription drugs. Cause he's an actor. I liked when he said he, and then you adopt black kids and Oprah's like, how do you do it? He's like, it's easy. I buy them." No, then he, then he'd be, <laughs> he'd be like, I'm colorblind. He, he gave Oprah that line. I'm colorblind. I just don't see color. I'm also colorblind. I don't see, but it's a, it's a condition. I really can't see black or white. When I hear it, it's that's easy. I, I can tell you, I can tell if you're black or white. When I hear you, <laughs> that's an old bit. Ah, it's good for my job. I give out bank loans over the phone. So that's uh, there. Right, anyway, enough, enough of the racist jokes Yeah, I'm just here to bring diversity to this set here. Give the kind of white man's perspective um, um, point guard position. This is what I'll say about, uh, this is what I'll say. Um. About the Mission Impossible movies that always that I always loved. So they're, they're great movies. They're great action movies. They are what they are on the surface, you know. So I'm sure I'm gonna enjoy it. What's amazing to me is every single, every single installment of Mission Impossible, I think it's what, number seven or eight? This is number eight. Or seven and eight. It's like a two parter for some reason. He had his leading lady in them in the Mission Impossible movies is is the most beautiful, like exotic woman You've ever seen in your life. Like a combination that doesn't even fucking make sense. Like Dutch, Egyptian, Haitian, Irish, Scott, Canadian, pure fucking peacock. Like what? What is this creature? Where'd you find her? Mm. She's incredibly gorgeous. Weighs like 103 pounds. Just like, like there's, you know, international model types. And then, so you're like, oh, and then she's in the biggest movie this summer. So this is, this is going to be a big thing for her. And then they're never heard from again. Every one of them. They're just never heard from. They fall off the face of the earth. Maybe they get like another sci-fi pop. It's kind of like The Voice. The Voice is the number one show, you know, American Idol style. No stars come out of The Voice. The winner every year, they just drop off the face of the earth. Blake Shelton, he's around every year. Or Adam Levine, they hang out. They're stars. Their mansions keep getting bigger. They're doing their own stunts. But the the, the talent is gone. These women, the first one, her name was Emmanuelle Burt. She was a nude model on a French farm they plucked her off of. Then they tossed her back to France. Thadwy Newton, she's the exception. She was in the second one. Uh, she's in Westworld. She's in Solo. She's the only one who's Black Eyre. She's just an incredible combination. But the reason why uh, she... But Mission Impossible 2 arguably is the worst one of all the Mission Impossibles. So that's because they used a girl who uh, still had a career afterwards. They, they fucked up. Then they brought Michelle Monaghan three because they wanted to make it her family. So they brought her back, but she wasn't even, she wasn't really the opposite. She was just like a, she was like this fake set up fiance. Remember, it's like, yeah, now she has a, now Cruz has a fiance. What? How did this happen? Then where else? Uh, Paula Patton. Is that one? She was in, after being in Mission Impossible 4 Ghost Protocol, she's half German, half Dutch. Then she was in a movie called Baggage Claim. What? How do you go from the <laughs> Mission Impossible Four to Baggage Claim? And then that's it. And then it's, I'm, she's probably dead. Rebecca Ferguson, Mission Impossible Five. And then she's she was in a few sequels, but they'll throw her like in Dune. Girl on a train. Ilsa Foss. Now, now they're getting too bigs. So now they're like, okay, we gotta bring them back as characters. there's the White Widow one. What's her name? Vanessa Kirby. I wrote that one down. Um So now they're bringing a few of them back, but there's still, there's still otherwise like, like, okay, we can't just keep killing off these women for no, and they don't even say it wide. They're just like, ah, Tom, Tom doesn't like being around another woman for more than three months. It's in Tom's contract. (laughs) From driving sports cars to rascals. I know. So the new one's got Pam Klemeloff. So what well, I'm trying to say, watch out. Haley Atwell and Pam Klemeloff, the new ones. Um, yeah, Vanessa Kirby. She's like in the They're in a crown at Hobbs and Shaw. They, they Someone has to be like, okay, listen, we just can't just keep disintegrating these models. People are just going to start asking questions. Throw us a bone. There's so many goddamn shows. I think that's why Angela Bassett was in the last one. Just a, she was just like on a wellness check for these women. She's <laughs> like, All right, what's going on here? All right, Angela Bassett's here. Stop fucking around. Are you are these people there against their will? Has Tom got you against their will? Anyway, so I'm gonna see it tomorrow. Tickets are free. I just have to listen to a quick uh seminar about Scientology afterwards. Shouldn't be uh Should be interesting. Just they said (laughs) there's so many. There's so many Scientology buildings here in L.A. I I walked on Hollywood Boulevard yesterday. I like doing that on Sunday. Scientology is a hell of a drug. Captain Sano. I say this about Scientology. You know, you know what building they are in L.A. because they are no homeless people in front of the Scientology buildings. They get rung up real quick. And there are a lot of homeless people in Los Angeles. That is well documented. You could fill up the Rose Bowl and then some. But in Scientology Building, it's like that f- naked gun uh technology where they had the <laughs> where, where the guys would spray spray paint graffiti in the building and then the shit would come up and spray painting them back, you know? So they take, that's what they do. I mean, they there's fucking they they even know do not fuck with the Scientology building. It is pristine, it is clean, and they are crazy. L. Ron Hubbard. Sarah Silverman had a hilarious bit about Scientology, saying, "It's not that crazier than a different religion. It's just that their god is named Ron. You can't have a god named Ron. Like you can't pray to Ron, you know." Which is a very funny bit. Sarah Silverman, very funny comedian. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's bottom line bombs. That was uh, that was the man in the box. Let me get out of there. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for joining me live. A lot of people in the comments today who watch this live on YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe that button there on YouTube. I need to get these numbers up. And, of course, leave a five-star review on the Spotify or iTunes or wherever the hell, whoever you got to do. Five stars, then a good review. I don't even know if you can leave a review on Spotify. They, like, just don't even care what you think about it. Just You're just pure numbers of them. But you can do five stars, so don't, definitely do that. I want to give a contest. I want to give out a free Man in the Box uh, t-shirt. To a good review, as soon as I pull it out, I want to do that uh, before football season starts. So all of uh, July for sure. Um, like I said, we're live here, noon Pacific. I'll be again on Wednesday. I'll have my Mission Impossible review and uh, all star games. And um, yeah, follow me on Instagram CJ Sullivan Was Taken at Twitter CJ Sullivan underscore um, Chicago. I'm coming to you next Saturday. I'll be at the Laugh Factory. I'm doing comedians. You should know Timothy O'Toole's on Wednesday. And then I'm be in Milwaukee the next weekend after that with TJ Miller up at the improv in Deerfield. Um, But I'll, I'll plug all that more on Wednesday. Point is. Molesting the box shorts (laughs) are no no go. I know. I hear you. I hear you. What you're saying, buddy. Anyway, that's going to do it. Thank you. Um, We're still trying to, Clear with corporate with bird dog shorts of the no molesto shorts. But that's going to do it for the bombs. Thank you guys. Have a good Mm Sunday. Yeah, all the things that I do at two, all the things that I do for you. Mm. My beginning of the week review, this is just a little sneak preview, I mean, I don't make sense of it, fake friends cover it, y'all say things I don't even get a clue of, yeah, leave me just wide open wondering, rip a hole in the sky, yeah, open open thundering, I text my time, it's way past late, good time to procrastinate, huh, I make it be just to fascinate, jump and get it done at a faster rate, what, I'm still feeling way out and even more these days and ain't a m- Yeah. <laughs>